0: It's
1: the list and your boy, with uh, Jimmy
2: Van. And Sean Ross Sap. Fightful.com. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. Fightful's list and your boy. It is July 19th, 2023. I'm back from Atlanta here with Jimmy Van. Here for, I think it's the first time I've ever used this setup for listing your boy jimmy uh second i think okay yeah yeah i sometimes don't so so jimmy's asked me why i i haven't usually it used to be a little bit more difficult for me to manage super chats humper chats with this setup because we don't have a moderator on this show because the super chats aren't as robust as on other shows but uh, that's just because Jimmy's here and nobody wants to pay to hear what he has to <laughs> it say. It
3: it's like why, why, why the hell is that jackass on again? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. But uh, I'm gonna start doing it here and there. I'm gonna my goal when we moved here and started this setup, I wanted like I wanted four or five different setups, Jimmy, but I realized that wasn't necessarily feasible. However, I have the standard setup that many people see. I've got this. I've got one other option that I'll be able to use pretty soon. I like to like to switch it up a little bit, Jimmy. Uh, we get we got our new intro. Listen, your boy 300 is coming very soon.
3: We got a lot going on. Good, good. I like your little flashing sign back there. He's mm. got the replica belt sitting on the like chair there one. next to him.
0: I don't like like that. But look, it's got a, a few other settings. Look at that. Ooh, nice. Yeah, a little bit too bright for the air, maybe oh ah, okay. yeah that's, that's good that's good right there i
3: like that yeah
0: that there's good. one that will go by my voice like every time i talk it'll flash on and off which is kind of cool but i talk technology. a lot Jimmy.
3: technology yeah, yeah some, sometimes too this much this one
0: so, that one that one sucks I, I like the other one i got more but guys if you are here leave a thumbs up please subscribe we are inching closer to one hundred thousand. Uh, That is a big goal of mine. I want to get there by my birthday next month. I think we're going to get there. Oh, easy. I think we will. I'm very excited. I mean, quite frankly, we've overcome bad SEO, uh, just not knowing what we were doing on YouTube, and having our channel completely shut down. uh, Got ghost banned a couple times. That was fun. But uh, we've overcome an awful lot of that, and I know that you guys are loving the short-form content. Also, I want to encourage you guys, uh, check us out on Facebook. We're going to make a renewed effort over there. We are on threads. We are on Instagram. We are everywhere, uh, Jimmy. We can get. We can ob- obviously have people send super chats, humper chats. We greatly appreciate that as well. But, uh, Jimmy, what do you what do you got going on? What's up? What's
3: well, up? we we got to start by talking about last night. So we're we're doing this yeah. on uh, July 19. Last night, July 18. Sean was at a fancy little event. Tell me all about it, man. Like you, you know, you you texted me a few times and gave me a heads up about stuff. I saw your pictures on Twitter. Tell everybody what you were doing and how it was.
0: So I wasn't sure how much I could reveal at first, and there is an embargo on some of the content of what we saw. But as you see with Denise, she's already got all of her interviews out there. But it was actually the first red carpet I have ever worked in my life. Uh, Cody invited a very select few uh, media members to participate in a premiere and red carpet. And as a part of that red carpet, we got to interview Matt Cardona, who's a good friend of of, uh, Cody's and appeared in the documentary. We got to interview Chelsea Green, who I think people realize now, a a buddy of mine, uh, Chief Stooge, I believe she was once called, new WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Uh, Her shoe broke on the red carpet. (laughs) Uh, and she did go in full Karen mode and said, nobody is allowed to post pictures of my feet. Nobody.
3: That is so on and point for her character. That's awesome. <laughs> she
0: awesome. was actually very, very sweet about it. She's she's wonderful. Uh, Kevin Patrick was there. Diamond Dallas Page was there. I got to interview him. Uh, Denise got to interview Kevin Patrick. I didn't. Uh, I got to exchange uh, pleasantries with him, but we just missed each other. In that regard, Sandra Gray, who a lot of people knew recently from the Fightful Select article about her retirement was there. She was put over huge by Cody Rhodes. I didn't get to interview her, but I would have loved to have interviewed her. So did she do his uh, robe? Was that her? Oh, she does so much gear. That so robe gear. that he wears. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's oh, impressive. yeah. And she's still going to do his stuff. Right. And um I met a lot of great people, I actually uh, met a fan of the show who was there with Sandra as well. So that was was very, very nice. It was cool to see how many people from that area from like even from the Nightmare Factory read Fightful, watch Fightful, stuff like that. But uh, it was it was a good time, man. Like it was really good. We got, oh, I interviewed Brandy Rhodes too. I feel like I've seen her at scrums and stuff since we did our charitable donation. And uh, other than that, we haven't really had an extended conversation. So that was very good to catch up with her. Got some good stuff uh, coming to Fightful, youtube.com slash Fightful. And Fightful Select uh, from her. Spoke to Cody for about 10 minutes. He seemed to really like it. So I'm I'm holding out hope that this will lead to a much lengthier interview because jimmy that was an easy trip like i moved to lexington and the first year that i lived here no no direct flights no cities at all dallas my first week that's it and since then i had to go to cincinnati louisville this year i got atlanta I got Detroit, I got Philly, all direct to Lexington. I'm so pumped for that. The flight back was like 50 minutes. No, oh, it's nothing. That's nothing. I I landed less than an hour ago, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I drove from the airport here, yeah. and here we are. But, Jimmy, it could not have started any worse. I get to the airport. I get on the flight I, with some confidence. Dare I even say arrogance, Jimmy? Because I was like, easy flight, I'll make it there. I'm staying by the airport, no big deal. No Ubers were going to pick me up and take me to this thing because it's like 45, 50 minutes away in rush hour. So I'm like, okay, I got to rent a car. That's never a fun experience at an airport, renting a car, whatever. I get I get to the hotel, I'm on four hours of sleep. I couldn't sleep the night before. I got this thing where I know if I have to wake up in the morning for anything, I can't sleep. Everybody's like that. Yep. Yeah, and I, I just can't. Open up my suitcase there's no suit jacket in there oh. I took I took that as a sign Jimmy in 95 degree weather with extreme humidity maybe I shouldn't wear one well heck with it let me see what equipment I have. Oh no I only brought one microphone I have a two microphone set up the other one man was you right were here.
3: prepared Sean
0: I know I had this confidence Jimmy I uh-huh. always forget something I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached to me. However, I found a men's warehouse two miles from the the venue. I go there, and as I'm checking out, a person goes, I knew your name looked familiar. And I said, what? And they were a wrestling fan. They told me that they'd actually met Effie there in the past. And I was like, well, this doesn't happen a lot outside of wrestling. That's pretty cool. Uh, But got a suit jacket. Right next to that was a Best Buy. I went there and bought the last XLR mic that they had in stock. There was nothing on these shelves, Jimmy. I don't know how they stay in business in general, but especially when the shelves are empty. Went there, uh, with got there with like a minute to spare before our designated time. I actually had a little bit of time. Uh, saw Dave LaGreca, saw Denise, saw Chris Van Vliet, Sam Roberts. A lot of people that I really like, respect, enjoy working alongside there. It was a lot of fun. And then my ask is to come back today. 50 minute flight and I'm here for this show. Hell yeah, man. Sign me up for that all the time. That's good. Did you leave the tags on the jacket and then return it afterwards? No, I'm keeping it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I might hire a stylist, Jimmy. How about that one? Oh, really? I'm going to hire your stylist. Oh yeah. you going to shave your head. Well, not that, but I'm going to wear oh. lugs and cargo shorts and a fightful hat.
3: I told you I graduated. I wear Skechers now.
0: That's the Tony Romo brand. We've talked about that, but Snoop yeah. Dogg wears Snoop Dogg wears Skechers. Oh, does he? he Maybe he inspired him, me least. subconsciously. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Must so, be.
3: I want to ask you something about Cody. So Matt Coon, I know you know Matt Coon. He uh He hosted the Hardwood's podcast. He posted on Twitter uh, a day or two ago. He said AEW didn't know what they had in Cody Rhodes. Because Cody obviously has become a, a, a bigger star now since he's been in WWE. <laughs> so Matt said AEW didn't know what they had in Cody Rhodes. I kind of both agree and disagree with that. Because I look at it like this. I've always believed that the core audiences are different between WWE and AEW. And there's crossover. But I believe that the core audiences are different. WWE, the core audience, is more about the promo and the the character and the story. AEW's core audience is more about the in-ring. And Cody can go in the ring, Mm -hmm. but he's always been better suited to the WWE audience. You know, he's always more of a promo guy and a story guy. And so I look at it like, Maybe AEW didn't know what they had in him, but I think that they lost less. This
0: show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? Dot .com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with help. BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful
3: uh, when he jumped ship than WWE gained. Uh, and that's my that's my thoughts on that. What do you think?
0: <sighs> yeah, that so it is covered. For those wondering, in the documentary, AEW's covered. The Indies are covered. New Japan is covered. Impact is mentioned. Really? We broke the news on Fightful Select. There was BTE footage on this, and both BTE and AEW approved it. I'll have some more on that on Fightful Select. But it's one of those situations where uh, I I don't think they should have allowed the the never challenging for the title thing. I understand why they did it. And I think that might have hampered things a little bit. Mm. Um, I think that in a present day, AEW people look at Cody a little bit different. I think if they could have done more of an angle with the elite instead of the Cody verse, that would have played a lot different than what we saw. However, It just became very evident through this documentary and through Cody's behavior and his, his own words that this is where he wants to be. This is where he's wanted to be. He kind of was forced out of WWE. He didn't have much of a choice, but to leave WWE if he wanted to make this for himself, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's an awful lot to get into it. By the way, guys, I'm, I'm aiming for Monday for the Cody interview. I might be able to be talked into sooner, but we're going to get some editing together. Mondays are a good day to drop those uh, WWE related interviews, but we're going to have early notes from all of these on fightfulselect.com. So you're going to have a bunch of news over the next couple weeks, uh, a bunch of interviews over the next couple weeks as well. We got some super chats, Jimmy. Uh, Alex Silva says those, say who, those who say Cody got buried and WWE is burying him with the doc and KO saying Vince went to go get him. Uh, this is the guy that's going to be a world champion. Yeah, I mean, I think that they they very clearly had a plan in order for this. Um, I don't think that it matches up with what I would have done personally. But I think there's more of a plan than people maybe give credit to. But I just don't know if it's necessarily the right plan, Jimmy.
3: Oh, I agree. I mean, uh, it it goes back to Roman and Heyman at the Mania Scrum saying, uh, you know, we're in the fourth inning. Yeah. So, so I, I absolutely think that they've had the whole thing mapped out. I do think that at the end, Cody is going to shine. Uh, but I think, like a lot of people think, Mania 39 felt like the right time for the title change. Uh, but you know what? We're, we're going to have to reserve judgment. Like, I, for me, the, the Brock story has had holes in
0: it. Uh, of course. A lot of ones that he's even referenced, Jimmy.
3: Yes. Like we still don't know why Brock did it. Brock has not explained why he did it. Uh, I didn't like Cody's first win being a fluke pin. And then he kind of tuck tailed and ran after he pinned him. I didn't like that.
0: I, I um, don't mind the pin to me. A pin is a pin. You pin somebody, you beat them. But the running after. I'm right. Yeah, I didn't like that. I think that
3: and th- th- this is actually a good question or a good a good point into my next uh, my next thing. I think that Cody's going to win decisively at SummerSlam. Uh, and what I'm I want to sure. ask you is a lot of people think there's going to be a stipulation. And I've seen a lot of fans online hoping for a bull rope match. Have you heard about a stipulation for the third match?
0: No. And I should have asked him. Uh, he was very transparent with me about a lot of stuff. We had the thing on fightful select. I asked him about the young bucks. Um, I asked him about smashing triple H's throne and how triple H reacted to that. Uh, we've got a lot of that come into fightful select before the interview, but I don't necessarily have an answer for that, but I, perhaps I can get one. And that kind of ties into <laughs> a chat that somebody has. Uh, Jared, by the way, if you have a super chat that wasn't read from yesterday, hit up Luis Polito on uh, Twitter. He will make sure that it's read, or you can uh, send it here. But Zeno Hour says, Sean, did you confront Cody about the half-buddy, half-not-buddy comment in Helwani's interview? He kind of approached it himself. So generally, if wrestlers talk to me on a on a general basis or even a news basis, I don't put that out there because that's kind of theirs to put that out there. But he did say that he's like, Hey, you don't have to pretend, we don't talk. We text each other here and there. So uh, he kind of put that out there. And I think it's probably because he saw some of the weirdos that, that took that and, and took it literally as opposed to how he meant it. But it's one of those things where I'm like, Hey, listen, if you want to say it, have at it. If you want to deal with whatever heat may come from your, your employers or employees or anything like that, have at it but i'm also trying to normalize that a, a lot more as well uh that way it's not as frowned upon because he spoke very highly of the way that we covered his his contract situation jeff stone says glad you didn't die in that suit jacket sean it's hot as hell down here i swear to god chris Van vanbleem wasn't sweating at all in his full <laughs> suit that he's guy. not human
3: chris isn't human he's,
0: he's not no Corey." Corey says, if AEW was able to get Cody Rhodes, he would have been the perfect candidate to dethrone MJF. Thoughts? Storytelling mentor, mentee, writes itself. I completely agree. If um, if Cody Rhodes and MJF were able to have that come full circle, I think that they would have been like a premier AEW feud for 10 years. I think it would have been one of their big ones. And I think they would have recognized how important they were to each other. And I'm sure they'd still do to some capacity, but MJF's likely going to be with AEW for a long time. And I think Cody Rhodes is barring anything unforeseen, probably going to be with WWE for good, Jimmy.
3: Yeah, I'd imagine so. And, and going back to the, to a program with MJF, I mean, he would have had to forego his title stipulation, Cody. Yeah. And do you think he would have, because you know, he's an old school guy that way he wants to adhere to whatever kind of promises he makes. So
0: we got uh, Dante V saying, welcome back from where the players play. What's the deal with Roosh? I'm trying to find out. Like, I don't know why his contract would be up. Like he signed his deal last summer, last fall. So I don't know why he doesn't, that hasn't added up to me. And I've not had anybody reach out to say, Hey, this is what's going on. By the way, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Darren Walker says, Sean, with the news on PWG today, which is uh, Mystery Vortex, do you know why why they haven't done a show since January? Sometimes they just do that. Uh, I think it's ultimately at their convenience and whenever it makes sense for them to run shows. Matt Hennessey says, any news on the plans for Gargano DIY? Is it still the plan? Is he in limbo until Ciampa is done with Reed and Shinsuke? I don't know. I know there were absolutely plans for Johnny Gargano as of within the past month. He was at the Cleveland show. Jimmy he was supposed to be on the Cleveland show. Then they didn't use him. He is cleared. He's fine. He's healthy. WWE sources repeatedly confirmed that to me. Uh, he is fine. He's been fine for a while. They definitely don't want some misconception that he's hurt again out there, but man, uh, Alex Silva says what, Who's Cody's opponent after Brock? That's an interesting one, Jimmy. Seth makes an awful lot of sense if he wins.
3: It does, it does. I mean, when you, when you look at who's on that brand at the top, it have to be Seth. Maybe Damian Priest. Uh, although it, it looks like they're gonna go Finn, Damian. It looks like they're gonna they're gonna do dissension there. There's not a lot of other guys really at the top. You know it would be really interesting to me is if they kind of do something totally different. What about Cody and Bronson Reed? That I would wouldn't be cool. mind that at all. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. That'd be different. So there's other avenues they can take. You don't think they're going to dust off Omos in order to make Cody look like the giant killer now and have him beat I Omos. I forgot that he
0: was, he was in London. He didn't do anything. They didn't have him do anything. He was just right. there. Maybe they like, dust
3: him off for Cody
0: after Brock. Like, if I were him, I don't know if he did any media or anything. If I were seven foot something they're like, yeah, we need you to take this eight hour flight and ride an hour from the airport to the O2 and then fly back. I'd be a little annoyed. I'd be like, geez, okay. Just for no reason.
3: I'm sure he seems like a really uh, uh, friendly, easygoing guy. So I'm sure he probably just. Accepted it, but uh yeah, Probably. I don't know. I don't know. There, there, there's a short list of guys that would make sense for Cody, but uh those are some of them for me. Bronson Reed, Otis, and then yeah, me, or not Otis,
0: Otis, Otis,
3: Otis would be fun too. Don't get me wrong. I don't
0: want to see. I don't want to see the Omos one. The Otis one would be very, very fun. That would be fun. Cam says would they ever get rid of that giant iPad stage? It's so bland, and I'm sick of seeing it. It's cost effective for them, and the way that I was, I was always told was that. They feel like they can just put whatever up there if they wanted, and they can bust that out and do a lot of different things with it, but it, it does seem very bland. I'm not a big set guy, but I get why people are like, ah, okay, I'd like something different.
3: I, it's funny because a lot of people like the more simplistic set they did, say, at Money in the Bank. Like, yeah. A lot of people seem to like that, and they did it at Backlash, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've got a Humper Chat from... My gosh! They, they t- I go to do it, and then they they load up slow. Bill, it says the G one promos have been amazing, especially from Osprey and Kingston. Oh, I want to talk about the one from Alex Coughlin. Did you or Coughlin, <laughs> I can't ever pronounce his name right. Uh, did you see that one, Jimmy? I saw the spot with Jeff Cobb. Oh, I saw so that. so Alex was at the the podium and was was doing like he's like, man, they didn't even want me in this until Aussie Open left. He's like, that's the only reason I got the call to do this. And he was like, so I look at that message and I look at a message from a few years ago where I was so proud to be a part of New Japan and I asked for two shirts for family members and they said that they were limiting comps to the wrestlers themselves. But if it helps, they're on sale right now. Wow. And he was was like, I've never forgotten that and I'm not going to forget this. It was great for a guy that a lot of people in the states even though you know, he even though he's american don't necessarily identify as a promo guy oh i thought that was good and i love that new japan is just kind of like go out there talk your shit do your thing mm-hmm. will osprey's always been good with that like i love my interviews with will osprey because he always says they get him in trouble but he's real about them like he goes, yeah, this is pro wrestling, and some of this is is like a work. And he goes, but I really feel this way about the pandemic. I don't think that Kenny Omega was mentally tough enough to make it through the pandemic in New Japan when you've got the guns sitting front row making noise for you just so you hear anything. He's like, then I've got to isolate in a 10 by 10 room for a, a week before I can even go out there and wrestle in front of nobody. I, I like that freedom to almost bury the situation that new Mm -hmm. Japan gives people.
3: Interesting. Interesting. What are the guidelines behind that? Like, do do you know, know.
0: like, I'm going to find out though. That's that's a good one. Okay. We got, uh, Paul Reed saying is Cody Ibushi at blood and guts tonight, just a one-time deal or something more long-term with the AW. I was told it opened the floodgates, whatever that meant, but uh, I'm sure I'll find out more after today. KE-775 says Does Austin Theory fall down the card after LA Knight beats him, or do they try to keep him on top of the card considering the investment they've put in him? I'm sure they'll have him doing something, but I fear if they don't book him in a satisfactory manner, he will fall down the Baron Corbin path of very talented person, very talented performer who fans just can't seem to get behind, face, heel, or whatever. I actually wouldn't mind seeing those two team for a while. Like, I think that would be maybe a, a nice move as well. Cause I bet they'd make a great team. Maybe they would.
3: I, I still contend that Austin needs a different presentation. Like he, he's, did Did you see when he did the, uh, WWE.com interview after him and Michael Cole had kind of got at it on commentary and what he said seemed so just fake and forced. He said something like Michael Cole, yeah. you're a nobody. Ha 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 this presentation is not working for him. I don't know if it's because the real Austin theory is just a really nice kid. And so he's, he's struggling to be this arrogant heel, but uh, the presentation is not working. So he needs something, whether it be, maybe it's a baby face turn. Maybe it's a faction. Maybe it's part of a tag team. Maybe he needs a manager. He needs a change in presentation. I agree. If LA Knight beats him at SummerSlam and then Austin theory does not change (laughs) and he remains the way he is, He is uh, destined for not great things. I agree. He needs a change of presentation.
0: Well, Jimmy, if your pubes need a change of presentation, Manscaped.com and the code Fightful has you there. Save 20%, get free shipping at Manscaped.com using the code fightful it's not just those trimmers though that lawnmower 4.0 which is incredible has an led spotlight on that thing to make sure that you're taking care of yourself making sure you're good and smooth look i bet hawk used that on his head but if you're using conventional razors you might end up looking like his arm right there with a little gap little hole in there not with that proprietary skin safe set technology that uh, manscape provides you but it's not just that they got everything in the bathroom, ear and nose hair trimmers, cologne, uh, ball deodorant for the love of God. But the Beard Hedger is one of my favorites. It's a fantastic trimmer, the best beard trimmer I've seen. And in that Beard Hedger Pro Kit, they have a beard brush, they have a beard comb, beard scissors, the Beard Hedger trimmer, shampoo, conditioner for your beard, oil and balm for your beard, and a travel bag. Maybe you want a different type of uh, package for your package. They got those two, the Platinum Package 4.0. You can get body wash, shampoo, conditioner, skincare, lip balm. Everything is covered at manscaped.com and the code Fightful. Once they start selling wipes and toilet paper, it's over for that entire section. You won't have to walk back into that section again. Look how smooth he looks after using Manscaped.com and the code Fightful. They even got boxers. They probably made his alundies. he's got on there. Manscaped.com and the code of Fightful. He have
3: you uh have you seen anything from the Abdullah dark side of the ring this week
0: I haven't I don't get vice on YouTube TV so okay, I might okay. we did get a request for release for one of our clips though uh, we can't really talk about what that is gonna be but yeah. but yeah yeah but yeah. Uh, Jimmy
3: go ahead I know I was gonna say Devin Nicholson was on the Abdullah documentary not, oh, good. Yeah. not good not good not good
0: yeah yeah
3: well all I'll say all I'll say is if if no one's familiar with what happened with a referee assault with a spike look it up on uh online that's all I'll
0: say. It, was, it was ridiculous he should have had his own Caden yeah. said did Jimmy see El Phantasmo's press conference I bet he did I bet Jimmy was just waiting <laughs> up to watch it
3: yeah no unfortunately I have not seen that uh how was it John <laughs>
0: I didn't see it either. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched the entire press conference yet. I've watched parts of it. Okay. I will watch it though. Now that I'm able to catch up. Right. Well, I think it's time for our main event topic, Jimmy Dominic. Yep. I mean, Jay loves saying Dom Dom got that gold. I love it. Just mask wrestling says Dominic equals the people's champ. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Parker Hines says, can I have both of your opinions on Dom being the NXT North American champion? Personally, not a fan. Well, well, Jimmy, this will certainly highlight in many aspects where, if anybody says, "Oh, fightful just thinks this way," those people are stupid. If you hear anybody say that, they're dumb because listen to our Tuesday show yep. and then listen to anything that I or Jimmy say about Dominic. Usually, yep. and it's going to be categorically different.
3: Very polarizing reaction. So I'm, I'm sure everybody knows Dom beat Wesley for the North American title last night on NXT. Uh, I know match. I, yeah, and, yeah, and that that one spot's getting a lot of attention where it looked like a belly to back and you just kind of dropped him. Yeah, um, so
0: um, I'll, I want to address that. Chris says, why WWE put the title on Dom when his in-ring is so bad? He's going to hurt someone if he's not careful. I don't get it. And uh, Meet Normus says, what's up, SRS? And Jimmy, have you done a wellness check on Alex and Kate? Last night was rough. Any heat on Dom for the botch. That The botch was the thing that I was like, ah, that's the fuel his detractors need. Like, that's the fuel that Alex and Kate need specifically to justify their hate boners for Dominic. (laughs) Now, I get it. The guy ain't good, but serving as a pro wrestling character, he is getting massive amounts of heat. More than anybody in the business. More than anybody incredible like it's him and don Callis, like getting getting that heat right now um so i i certainly understand those complaints but jimmy i sort of i sort of bogart or yeah bogarted that from you so go ahead
3: no so you know obviously like you said alex Pulaski hated it and and some people liked it and i'm sorry but i fit into that category because i liked it and i understand why they did it and and there's there's a bunch of reasons i think so for one thing dominic has so much heat like you said he's got so much heat that it's only going to benefit whoever beats him for the title whether it be wesley or whether it be somebody else yeah. it could lead to maybe like a war games match or something with judgment day against wesley and carmelo hayes and and a couple of others like i understand why they did it for that reason and another thing like you just said dominic is not great in the ring even though he's been full-time for a few years he's not the greatest. He's worked a lot of tag team matches on the main roster to kind of help his shortcomings a little bit. And he's had some ring generals around him, like Ray and like Finn Balor with Judgment Day and, you know, being in the ring with Seth Rollins. I think it could be good for Dominic to be put in a situation now where his opponents are not years, you know, do not have years more experience than him. And if anything, they have none on the main roster. So I think that that could really benefit him. And plus, in terms of his character, look how he won. He won because the entire Judgment Day had to get involved against one guy. And that's how he won. And that fits his character. And so I understand why they did it. I had no problem with it. Uh, and there's there's another element about this, too. And it was actually Jason Solomon that I saw suggested this. Um, all of Judgment Day now is going to have an accolade. They're going to have something they yeah. can brag about, except for Finn. And so that can lead to dissension later because now Dom's got a belt. Rhea's got a belt. Damien Priest has money in the bank. Finn's got nothing. Finn has not beaten Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. And so this could lead to a dissension later on. I understand all the reasons they did it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got to say about it.
0: So I, I just want to say I certainly get the criticism that a lot of people are levying towards Dominic, especially as far as in the ring goes sure. because – while he hasn't been full time for a long time, guys had almost 200 matches. Now that's right. He's had almost 200 matches, and we are talking about Nathan Frazier from NXT. I don't think he's had that many matches. And we were talking about Nathan Frazier being incredible three years ago when he was on an AEW episode against uh against Lee Johnson and was a few dozen matches in, mm-hmm. or probably probably. 50 or so like so at this point we're talking four years full time three four years i think it's been three three i think three okay so it was it was 2020 when he started Yeah, got it got to pick it up got to be safer like listen if it were me or you out there and we're botching that spot people are like inexperienced we're three years now man three years Caden says, dirty Dom, let's go. Besides heat, what does Dom do well? That's all he needs to do well. Oh, yeah. That's the that's the name of the game. Get asses in seats. Yep. Make people want to watch you get beaten up. That's yep. the ultimate thing.
3: You know something? I saw an interview this morning. I saw a clip of an interview with Al Snow. And, and Al Snow's, you know, he's an old school guy and he's got some old school opinions. He was asked, Who is the greatest wrestler of all time? Oh, and boy. he he said in his mind, it's Hulk Hogan. because he looks he looks at who draws and i agree yeah but
0: he also yeah i he also said that hogan and andre was the greatest match of all time for that reason and i was like oh brother that's that's like a hot take talking point type of sure
3: sure but i i do agree with you that you're gonna get much more longevity i don't even know longevity is the right word you're gonna go a lot further if you've got the crowd the way that sure. Dominic has the crowd. That if you go out there work a twenty minute match, do uh, four fifty splashes and Hurricane Ranas, and the crowd's sitting on their hands,
0: you're going to get. You learn hard. to do that stuff so the crowd will care about you. So if the crowd cares about you before you know how to do that stuff,
3: right? Ooh, and I'll Chris. be honest with you, if and when the day comes that Dominic and Rhea split on TV, I'm going to be pretty bummed out because those guys are magic. Like those guys have incredible chemistry, and it'll be a sad day when they split. You know.
0: Yeah, well, Rhea's going to get a big baby face pop when that happens, too. I'm
3: sure she will. I'm sure she will, but they're fantastic together, those two.
0: What do you do if Dom never gets better in the ring? You minimize his in-ring. Alex says, why give the belt to Dom and make Solo give it up? That's a big issue that I have. That don't make a damn bit of sense. It never made sense when that situation happened, Jimmy. It was very, very dumb. It was very stupid. It wasn't any good. It was a stupid-ass decision. It was just so, so bad. Like, I just... oh, I
3: I think WWE does whatever suits them at the time. And I think that in this case, they're going to ignore what they made Solo do. And Dom's going to have that belt on TV because it's going to further... It's going to bring more heat to him when he's holding up a belt and it's going to further any kind of a dissension angle with Finn Balor. So I agree with what you're saying. It doesn't make sense. WWE has a history. It's scripted entertainment. They do what they want, whatever suits their need, and uh, so they're going to ignore that with Dom.
0: Speaking of, KE775 says, do you think Finn gets kicked out of Judgment Day if he doesn't win at SummerSlam? Well, I'll tell you one thing I don't like, Jimmy. The, The evident, obvious fingerprints of Vince McMahon all over the booking these days. There was no reason for a Finn Balor, Seth Rollins rematch. There was none. There was no reason for a Matt Riddle, Gunther rematch. I agree. That went the same amount of time. Becky and Zoe, there's a creative reason for that. Trish and Becky were always building towards this. uh, Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders a billion times now. You're always going to have people that say, well, (laughs) you're building a feud. You're building a feud. Yeah, sure. But everything, it's everything. Yeah. It's all that way. Um, I I just, it's starting to reek of the Vince thing. It's not as many rematches as we saw under Vince, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it is pretty evident that his fingerprints are more on this than they used to be. But I, I don't want them to. I don't want them to uh, kick Finn Balor out because I think this is, a hot angle like it's it's this is the best case scenario how it's played out jimmy they got four really over guys right now
3: yep the and, only and way guys are girls yeah the The only way that uh, i would like it is if they replace finn because i like judgment day as a foursome and so maybe there's somebody else and and if we're really being honest when you look at them lined up when you look at finn damian Rhea, dominic lined up finn is the one that kind of sticks out And so if they were going to replace him with somebody that really has chemistry with the other three and then Finn goes baby face, that could work out. But uh, I agree with you in terms of like Seth and Finn again, especially at a big, big card like SummerSlam. I wish it was somebody else. I understand why they're doing it. I'm pretty sure that they're doing it because it's going to lead to an issue with Judgment Day after SummerSlam. But uh, I agree. I'd be more excited if, if Rollins was uh, was facing somebody else. And Brock and Cody is, is, is another rematch, too. Even though there's a story behind it, still another rematch. So there have been quite a few. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Chelsea and Sonya winning the tag titles was like the third or fourth time they've done that match in the past few months. Like, it's another one. Shy uh, town Spurs gets his super chat in. Big thank you, he says. Uh, remember the draft. Yeah, exactly. Dream Ninja says Dom's Heat is so big the only way that Rhea can get booze is with him. That's also true. She yes. got a killer pop when she faced off with Raquel Monday. It's incredible. Yes. I hope it's Raquel versus Rhea. All due respect to Liv. I hope it's them at Ford Field. I I would love for them to sort of recreate the irresistible force versus the immovable object face-off. In Ford Field in Detroit, I think that would be very, very cool. I would love it if, like, as they did it, Corey Graves said that too. Like, like just echo that because these two women are like Raquel still needs a little bit of something. I think something. people just people would just love to see them slap, slap meet Jimmy.
3: I think it's no question that's the matchup. I mean, they've already been teasing it for a couple weeks. There's no question. And I agree with you, Raquel needs something. I don't think Raquel's that over. Like, I don't think she is. I think Morgan is a lot
0: more over. I think the idea, you're right. But I think the idea of the match is over as well.
3: 100%. I 100% agree. I think that if they can showcase Raquel's, you know, power, maybe they do a couple of segments with Rhea because Rhea is always dominating everybody else. So maybe if they can do a couple of segments where she kind of overpowers Rhea to really kind of show her as a threat to the title, that could be interesting. Having her go out there smiling, flexing her back does nothing for me at all. Yeah. So they need to go a little bit deeper with her character. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting matchup. And Rhea's, she's never been this hot, man. She's on fire. She's doing really well.
0: Corey says, if somebody would have told me in 2013-14 that I'd be watching CJ Parker tear the house down on a Saturday night and that he'd be one of my favorites, I would thought they were crazy, but here we are. That was uh, one of the most incredible tag team matches I've ever seen. And over the last year and a half, how many times have I said that about FTR matches? These guys are unreal. Dax Harwood was our fightful singles wrestler of the year, as voted on by fans. Like, just an incredible run they're going on. I sent Juice a message the other day. He doesn't have social media, so you got to talk to him directly. He's like, man, it's wild. He's like, I'm used to everybody automatically hating everything that I do. Really? Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, you really don't have social media, do you? People love you on there. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah. about? Uh, yeah. But we've got just Mask saying, are we, do we assume Dom is in NXT long-term champ or otherwise? Thanks for the show guys. Love it. After a long day, uh, fightfulselect.com reported a while back that they'll be bringing people in and out of NXT as necessary. Most of these people live in Florida anyway, and it's very, very easy to make happen. Uh, also, Right after this show on FightfulSelect.com, we're going to be talking on The List Goes On and dropping an article about an AEW Collision talent meeting, what it was about, who was there, why people on Dynamite didn't hear about it, uh, and we'll be hearing about it, some of them, for the first time. FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, my friends. we got a couple uh, more. Go ahead. I just, I just want to add to to
3: his question. I think Dom's going gonna to work both. I think he's still going to be on Raw because Judgment Day is too hot of an act, and then he'll be in NXT uh, defending the title. And probably
0: all of Judgment Day, for that matter. Darren says, after watching the NXT review show, I think Alex has replaced Jeff Jarrett with Dominic as his most hated wrestler. Yeah, I mean, Alex and I have categorically different views of pro wrestling, and... His style isn't for me, but you know what? It's for a lot of people, and that's why we give you the option. I'll tell you what's funny. Whenever there's an exit survey or a comment on one of Alex's things, and it's like, oh, can we just get rid of this show? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Here's what you can do. You grab your mouse, and you do this. You scroll past it. Nobody makes you comment on anything. Nobody makes you consume any content. If, if you feel like the world needs more positivity, go produce that positive content or whatever content that you like. And then when you're too positive for somebody else's taste, you're going to hear about it. When you're too negative for somebody's taste, there you go. Alex's stuff ain't for me, but he's a wonderful guy and we love having him. Do you think Cody would have beaten Roman if he didn't get hurt? No, because that was if anything that added to the story jimmy that that added to the lore
3: i'm trying to think of where roman was at when cody got hurt he was the champion uh were, had was sammy with the bloodline yet when cody got hurt around that time
0: uh he was around then i think
3: he was around then okay so i mean they weren't anywhere near ready you know what i mean like they weren't near ready yet uh, so I don't think anything really would
0: have changed at that time. Tim Winniger says, did live get hurt on raw? He was helped to the back. Her arm was in a sling again. I haven't heard. I have been asking around. I've been asking around. Um, she's really good at making people think that she's hurt when she's not and vice versa. Uh, but I mean, I know that it was a proceed with caution thing when she came back as early as she did. Coach O says, Dom, Dom needs to stop trying to be like his daddy and focus on the basics. Run, do the football, go tiger! Like part of part of his heat is that he's bad. Yep. <laughs> but no, also but, but also
3: think... part of his heat is that he he emulates or mocks his dad and Eddie Guerrero.
0: I mean that's part of it. And he can't win by himself unless it's against a very very lower tier wrestler. Like Rhea helped him win against Wes. There's no reason Wesley should be losing to Dominic straight up. Xavier says, off topic, would you guys have Cole and MJF beat FTR and stretch out their storyline longer? I am excited to hear what you think about this, Jimmy, (laughs) because this is a hot angle. This is incredible. It's caught fire. Strange bedfellows, odd couple stuff is wrestling fans love it. We've we've seen it time and time again. Rated RKO, Dunn and Riddle, uh, Kane and and Brian Danielson. Like, we've seen this a lot. And it works it works a lot because playing off of somebody else that has a different personality than you is, is compelling TV, but uh I, I can't get enough of this angle. Like I I know they're doing it on collision, but I'm like, damn, if they would have put this on all in, I wouldn't have batted an eye at all.
3: It's interesting when you know what the outcome is going to be, but you still are entertained by it. And and that's how these kind of stories usually are so you know that i'm more of the storyline character guy than i am in ring guy and for that reason i personally would find it interesting if colin mjf won the tag team titles i know yeah. that the 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 ftr fans and the maybe the pure wrestling fans maybe they wouldn't like it because now you're taking those titles and you're essentially using them as part of a program or storyline yeah i personally would find it entertaining what is the benefit of Colton mjf losing Unless they do the the split, that's the only way they lose. Is if MJF turns on Cole yeah. and then Cole gets pinned. What's the benefit of doing that already? So I I think that I would have them win, and then that's an, an, another element to add to uh to the story.
0: I'm just fascinated by it. I, I just really love it. How much longer do we think Roman stays champ? By God, it should be WrestleMania. For the love of God, he ain't gonna lose it before WrestleMania. When he loses it, he will lose it at WrestleMania, unless. Unless The Rock comes in and says, I don't want it to be for the title. If The Rock says, I think we can can do this match, but not for the title, I think that that could be a situation.
3: I really hope in a perfect world, um, and I think I mentioned this last week, I hope Rock comes in, and I hope that Roman, the character, is so overconfident, he beats Rock night one, Cody wins the Rumble, Cody gets the title shot night two, Roman is so confident because he just beat Rock night one, and then Cody beats him night two. That's your story. That would be wonderful. I hope that's what they do. But a lot of it depends on Rock's interest and availability. It's going to be like, what, 53? Yeah.
0: It's, so. It's it's time to do it or not do it. Uh, I agree. I'm tired of the, oh, well, maybe. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, let's go on my way to Boston. Nothing like a wrestling and a cannoli. Saw a video of AEW fans on how they felt about WWE. It was very positive. Is the hate overblown a way to deflect criticism? And it was nice to see David Benoit on Saturday. Hope he is well. Yeah. So I largely stay away from that. If somebody is acting just straight up ill online, I'll be like, Hey, this isn't normal behavior, but I, I try to stay out of that WWE versus AEW the, the nonsense outside right. of, you know, we got to, if, if there's an appropriate story we have to cover, then we got to cover it. But like, as I, I just don't like dealing with that, man, like, my my best days are when I'm traveling and I don't see that stuff on social media. As far as David Benoit, so I had a t- conversation with somebody. It wasn't a conversation. It was me talking to an absolute dope, an absolute idiot, because every time this guy shows up, you got people fantasy booking him because he looks like his dad. He looks That's exactly it. like him, yeah. Looks exactly like his dad. Yeah. And he loves wrestling. He really does love wrestling, but... Y'all got to stop fantasy booking this guy. He trained for a couple of weeks, nine years ago and left. That's it. I was straight up told he left when he wanted to come back. He was too far behind. Never picked it back up outside of one-offs here and there. We have not seen him do any actual training. Harley Hmm. Cameron, who people complain about on AWTV has significantly more training. Dominic who we just had a big, (laughs) huge thing about how not good in the ring he is, has 190 more matches than this guy and is trained infinitely more. Ben Watts got 10 matches? Infinitely, no, no. Oh, I thought you said he's got 190 more matches. No, more than, 190 more than zero, Jimmy. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. I've I've not heard anything bad about him. I've heard he's always really polite, really great. People like him. They love uh, talking to him, all that good stuff. I know he expressed interest in AEW, but man, I think it is really, really unfair to put that type of pressure on him because a couple times he said, yeah, I might like to do this. Yeah, You know what? I say I'd like to do stuff all the time. It doesn't mean that I'm going to just run out and do it and you got to hold me to it. If the guy wants to, he will. And you better believe the world will know about it when that's the case. But I think it is really unfair to sort of put that pressure on him. And shit, maybe, maybe he said it because he likes the pressure. I don't know. But man, when I see people doing that, mm. I'm like, do y'all fantasy book The Undertaker's son and <laughs> stuff too? Because I, I, I've been given no real reason as to why that happens because he, he trained for a week and I, I, I hope that if he wants to do it, he does it. And he's incredible at it. But I just think it's unfair to kind of just put that all on him and say, Oh, well, it'd be great to see him versus him versus I'm like, man, ain't a wrestler right now.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree. He will be. Yeah. I I also, well, I, I do think, I don't think he's ever going to be a wrestler, but I think that if he was going to be, it'd be a difficult road. I think that he would face a lot of unjust criticism based on what his dad did. And I I want to address this,
0: you know, because this comment's absolutely fucking bullshit. Yeah, David gives a shit about wrestling. Dom clearly couldn't care less. That is complete horse shit. That is complete horse shit. I don't like, even know where that comes from. Where do they even get that from? That That is just the most asinine stuff. And listen, you can say he ain't good and all that stuff. I've watched that d- dude do so much media consecutively at, at wee hours of the morning and all that stuff. That is just that is just ridiculous. Come on. Caden says. AEW's on a hot streak with their male storylines, but the women need something. Same few women in the rotation right now, 13 out of 35 roster members on TV. It's uninspired, a lot of the booking that we see for the women on AEW. Like, it's just, it's uninspired. What I've always said is, like, do the Shawn Michaels method. Shawn Michaels was like, hey, I'm going to try some of the, the angles that worked for me but with women and see how it adjusts. Now there are some that were a little too on the nose, but Mm. there are some that I think a lot of people maybe didn't realize that he did. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before, like do tried and true stories that the men have done, but with women, because just having that gender switch will change a lot of the, the X factors associated with that. But I think they need, they need better stuff. Jimmy.
3: I mean, they've got more than enough talent. Uh, you know, you know, who's getting a lot of mainstream attention lately is sky blue.
0: Yeah. Like I'm seeing videos of her and we know why Jimmy. she's getting that attention. Yeah. She knows why too. She's very she's she knows exactly what she's doing, and yeah. she knows I'm getting attention this way. Do it. More power to her. Yep. But I'm seeing a lot of mainstream media outlets that
3: get like hundreds of thousands of views <laughs> they
0: posting sure clips do. to her.
3: So good for her. But they also yeah. have they also have like Willow's getting a lot of attention now. And and what's cool about her is she got the title because Mercedes got hurt. And now look what's happening with Mer- with Willow, right? Like so, they yeah. have they have plenty of talent. You're right; they have to utilize it better. But it's not for lack of talent; uh, cool. it's for lack of presentation.
0: We'll talk about Mercedes on the list goes on on FightfulSelect.com. A lot of people asking about any possibility of her, etc. Uh, get your super chats, get your humper chats in, guys. We're heading sort of down the home stretch. We got Wayne saying, "Love your work, SRS." Well, thank you so much. San Francisco Giants fan needs to know thoughts on your doppelganger. J.D. Davis playing your Reds signed SRS equals J.D. Davis truth or society. I think that probably of everybody that people have said looks like me, J.D. Davis is probably the most accurate and the most I've heard. However, over the last five years, quite literally any white guy with a beard, people say that I look like. It doesn't. Is that matter. right? Everybody, Everybody, anybody? Everybody, man. Anybody like Guy Fieri? Anybody with a <laughs> beard, with an actual beard and dark hair? Oh, wow, thought that was thought that was him. Okay, <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, Rock Hard. Joel Wood says I think both the main roster, WWE and AEW, need to watch more NXT to see how their women are booked. NXT has five different non-title women angles going. Yes, I think this and Impact. I think those are two of the best places that book women. Shawn Michaels books the women often in different stories. Uh, You've got things set up that way. Whenever it's time for one of those women to step up and challenge for the title, you go, Oh, could they win? They've been on a hot streak lately with AEW. People will disappear from TV reemerge. And there they are. Ty has got like three or four title shots. Mm -hmm. It didn't make any damn sense, man. Like, I think that they really do need to take a tip from from them. Any thoughts on that Jimmy? I don't know how much NXT you're watching. Um I keep tabs on
3: everything. I for the most part I typically watch highlights or I DVR it afterwards. But there there's very obviously a lot of girls in in NXT who have been getting a lot of attention and and we've talked about how main roster ready some of them are. Uh you know like Cora Jade is one. We we've all, we put over Tiffany a lot. Yeah. Uh, Ivy Nile we put over a lot.
0: So there are I certain would love girls- to see Nive- Ivy Nile called up really really. Yeah, really
3: so there that. are certain girls that are definitely ready and have definitely been presented better. It seems like this whole AEW women thing, this has kind of been a uh, a complaint fans have had since their inception, really. And there was a time when it looks like looked like things were getting better, but for the most part since AEW's inception, this has been a complaint that people have had. I don't know. Do you think maybe if they, do they have a, cause I, I realized that creatively in AEW, everybody can contributes. Uh, but do you know if there is a female presence as part of creative in AEW?
0: I don't know about creative per se, uh, okay. but anytime that's mentioned, uh, Tony Khan mentioned Sarah stock and Madison rain okay. as okay. people who are, are female voices in, in that sense of things. Um, but like, I know a lot of people are, are like, oh, well, Serena Deeb, et cetera, et cetera. She ain't been around in a while. So uh, mm-hmm. there, there are some, there are a couple voices, but I don't know about from a, a creative aspect.
3: Right. I mean, now with two shows, they got plenty of, they got plenty of opportunity to have more women on the show. So, yeah. it, and, and what about Soraya? Soraya was supposed to be the, you know, the, the big attraction and they don't really utilize her that much either.
0: I agree. So. I think they should be. I mean, there, there's not much more I can say than I agree. I think they should be booked more. I think they should be booked better. Mm-hmm. Um, we got JB saying, Reckless speculation, your predictions for the AEW all-in main event.
3: You don't think they're going to do MGF cold, do you? Already?
0: I don't know. Um, Osprey will have to be involved in something big, but... Not the main event. Like, I, no, I think it'd be if it were him and Kenny again then yeah but i don't think they're going towards that i would say maybe him and jericho i would i i get like i feel like nigel might come back and wrestle but it won't be him in the main event maybe him and I brian
3: probably nigel and brian i could see
0: i think they would do kenny and brian if they could but oh. i think brian's still hurt i i it remains to be seen so as i look at it i'm like damn who would who would it be kenny and osprey again would be main event worthy, but otherwise I'm like, damn, what would main event that show?
3: I'm going to hold out hope. And I know it might be unlikely. I'm going to hold out hope. Kenny Omega, CM Punk, going to hold Wish. out hope. Sean Ross app. Cause that's stop. your main event. If, if there's any matches to be made in that company that are big matches, it's Kenny Omega, CM Punk. So I'm
0: going to hold out yeah, hope that. I think, it'll, I think it'll be MJF and Cole. Broadway Joe says love Dom. It is a little worrying that he spent so much time with some of the best wrestlers in the world isn't improving, but if he was one fifth of his dad, he'd be the best prospect in the world. That's also true. Like at some point you do have to look at it and go, okay, well, we got to minimize his in ring and all that stuff, but people are going to botch no matter what, but he is going to be under a microscope more than so many others. So whenever he botches, it's going to get magnified a whole lot more.
3: That's true. Like, I also feel like up until now, they have kind of uh, protected him and they have kind of minimized him, which is why he's done a lot of tag team matches. And most of his singles matches have been against veterans. So I, I feel like they've already done that. And maybe that's why he hasn't come along, maybe as much as he otherwise would have. Maybe it's because he is kind of minimized and protected in these
0: situations. Mir says, any update on Mercedes Monet? Uh, still out of action. We're going to have a bit of an update on FightfulSelect.com right after this on the list goes on. So drop that $5, my friends. We would greatly appreciate it. We're going to talk about that AEW Collision Talent Meeting as well. Shy town Spurs, we're starting to wrap up. Says, not going to lie, women in NXT get time, but the stories are not my cup of tea. Roxanne has fallen off a cliff since the anxiety angle. That's understandable too, certainly. But, I mean, that is a lot of angles to keep creatively satisfying as well because they do feature women so much. And Roxanne was featured prominently. There are going to be times when people take a back seat. I haven't necessarily liked the Becky angle, but, like, I love what they did with Becky. And they're like, okay, she's not going to be in the tag title picture. She's not Mm going to be in the Raw or SmackDown women's title picture. We're going to bring in one of the most prolific legends of all time to feud with her. I thought that was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, Becky needs a friend. I mean, she's out there getting double teamed all the time. It's You know, it's a little bit unrealistic. I want to say one thing about Mercedes. If you want to know how much of a friend Mercedes is to Trinity, Mercedes went to freaking Windsor in order to support Trinity. That's a friend, and I've been to Windsor. Unconscious. Yeah, and I've been to Windsor, so that's a friend. Good for
0: her. We got Dream Ninja saying we're closer and closer to the biggest women's match out there. Monet versus Julia is going to be insane. Love, we are looking at four women's matches at SummerSlam. I hope, I hope so. Oh man, that would be really, really good. And I, I think Julia is one of those. I, I'll tell you this AEW outright, when they talked to Stardom, said, Well, we'd love to have her if right. we can do whatever we can to get her around. Love it. Uh, we're wrapping up. Anime Otaku says, Tony's AEW run or Taya's has just been sad until the men's match was announced. I thought maybe they'd be setting up for blood and guts with Taya and Athena as outcasts. Yeah. I think they wanted to add some depth. They wanted to add some minds. She is the type of person you want to have on your roster. She has worked in Canada, America, Mexico, and on TV and all of them. She's worked TV on Lucha underground, WWE impact, AEW. Like she's worked. She's very versatile. And she's the type of person you want on your team. And I would imagine her and Johnny are finally going to do something together, uh, since they're they a thing. KE775 says, WWE, are they really interested in Nick Aldus as a producer and not a wrestler? If that were the case, that'd be that'd be dumb. I I mean, he's he's a fantastic wrestler. He looks like a million bucks. Um, they they should really be interested in him in him as a performer. I mean, I haven't heard anything one way or another about his production work or his backstage work but i'll tell you something that i thought was really smart jimmy when i would watch impact and nick aldis was on the show i would notice that he had negotiated his supplement line being promoted on the air which is very very smart to be like hey yo you want to look like nick aldis here's where you do it uh very very smart so uh, a very savvy deal from nick aldis
3: i think sometimes people forget how young nick aldis still is
0: I know, because so, he got thrown
3: into the fire very young. He'll be 37 in November. What that means is, and keep in mind, the report from PW Insiders that WWE is considering him as a, as a producer, potentially. He's younger than Cody Rhodes. He's younger than Roman Reigns. He's younger than L.A. Knight. He's the same age as Seth Rollins. And so the idea that, you know, you'd want him to come in as a producer and not as a wrestler, it it, it seems, uh, it's, it's, it's questionable. But, I mean, you know, I guess a job is a job. If, if all this is interested in doing that, then that's his business.
0: And uh, I know AEW made him an offer years and years ago, like when they were first starting up, but I, I don't think the money was there, if I am right. But And uh it was a good show today, guys. Thank you all so much. I, like I said, I landed less than an hour before this show, rushed to, to get here and do all this. We are headed over to FightfulSelect.com, and the list goes on. Drop that $5. I know some of you are like, well, I'm going pay for wrestling news. Just do it. Just do it. If you don't have money, steal it from somebody.
3: You got another uh, super chat there from Ricardo.
0: Oh, Ricardo says, how long was Dom in the plans for the North American champ? I want to say it was hinted at me when I wrote that article on fightfulselect.com about how much the Judgment Day were revered backstage. It was hinted at me. It wasn't told to me, but it was hinted at me. But I'm going to hint at you, uh, steal money. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Amir says, any update on the hiring freeze in WWE? I'll believe it when I see it, Amir. It is almost the end of July. We've not seen one hire show up on WWE TV. Guys, until next time, we're out.